Welcome to Chatbox, a podcast for Harry Potter. In this podcast, we will be going back to the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Hello, my name is Jofer and I will be hosting today's episode of Chatbox together with Fran and Jend. Hello guys, welcome to the episode for today. Hi! Okay, so in this, I guess, episode, we will be talking about the second chapter of the first book of... Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone. Uh, but mm-hmm. before that, I'm going to play a clip from the movie. Wake up, Potter! We're going to the zoo! Birthday, son. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just cook the breakfast and try not to burn anything? Yes, Aunt Petunia. I want everything to be perfect for my Dudley special day. Bring my coffee, boy. Yes, Uncle Vernon. Okay, so I guess in in this episode, we'll go back to the book where it started with how long ago it's it's been since. Harry was dropped into the Darsleys in the private drive. It's mm-hmm. been 10 years since um, Dumbledore and Professor McGonagall and um, Hagrid dropped off Harry in the, uh, the by the door. Um, and obviously the Darsleys took care of Harry from, from a baby to whatever he is now. So that's that's basically where it starts from. So um, it was described in the book how there's no sign at all that there's another boy that lived in the house. Right. There's no pictures or anything of Harry. There's a lot of picture frames, and they don't really like Harry that much. No. I think we, we talked about this before. We were saying how even though they were really cruel to Harry, they still took care of him for those 10 years right. that he was, he was there still since a baby. he was a baby. Yeah, he still had the time where he couldn't walk or he couldn't talk mm-hmm. or, you know, that he still needed to be held. And, you know, he, he when they dropped him off, it wasn't really explained in the book how old he is and if he, like, mm-hmm. how, um, like how many months he is exactly. So we don't know if he's... Like a baby that sits up already, and you know that coos or can can the baby mm-hmm. mumble already at that point? So you have to think that they still started taking care of him mm-hmm. since he was a baby. Maybe not as as good or as loving as they did with with Dudley, but they still would have had to give a little bit of affection at least for for a child to grow up. Yeah, as especially as a baby. Like, they'll have to give him milk, you know, give him a bath and, and all that. Yeah. Um, why do you think that they hated Harry and his parents so much? Because they're, like, the complete, they're the complete opposite of them. The, the Lees were, like, I mean, the Darsleys were, like, this normal people that don't really like weird things. <laughs> but and then the Potters were, like, wizards and witches and weird exciting things yeah but if you would just focus on Harry like why why do you guys think that they they hate him so much at especially at this time well obviously it's because well, for especially for Petunia Harry reminded 
them was, the of, of her of her parent of of his parents. So like he when when Petunia sees Harry, he sees she Petunia sees her sister and Harry's dad just yes. from looking at Harry because mm-hmm. everyone said that Harry looked just like his dad but with his mother's eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also and, think that it's because he started to show some we could probably say in in the muggles world like weirdness. Yeah. Like you know doing this like magic that he's not even aware of yet. Right. Like like her sister did. That's why she's always called her sister a freak. So mm-hmm. And now he's she's seeing that with her yeah. nephew, which is you know obviously she didn't like it because the the Dursleys doesn't like anything mm-hmm. out of the ordinary. Yep. So what is a special day today when we? I mean, in in this story from this chapter. It's uh, Dudley's Happy birthday. birthday. Yes. <laughs> Happy birthday. It's it's been said there that Harry has never come along for on uh, for. Dudley's birthday ever. Yeah, he's always he, stayed with the Mrs. Mrs. Figs. Yeah. Yep. Mrs. Which Figgs. owned a lot of cats. Mm-hmm. And like she would just she would just show Harry all of the cats she owned in the previous years. Yep, the pictures. Yep. Yeah. And it just, always took way too long. <laughs> mm-hmm. And just to point out, um, if you guys aren't aware, um. This is the first official mention of Mrs. Figs. And Mrs. Figs, um, if you guys don't remember, she's the um, the lady that helps Harry and Dudley when they get attacked by the Dementors. Okay. And she was also the lady that helped Harry when he went on a hearing at the Ministry on um, Order of the Phoenix. Was she uh, she's also, a wizard sorry, as well? Was she a wizard? She, she's a squib. So she came from a wizarding family, but she doesn't have magical powers. Okay. So and and she was sent there by by the order of the Phoenix, um, to keep an eye on Harry and make sure that, you know, the Darcys aren't treating him extremely bad. Like you know, that's that could be very harmful for him. So, mm-hmm. a lot of like the watching over, for Harry is with Mrs. Figs. Although she doesn't have like the magical power, she still had connections with Dumbledore and all all those people in the in the order. So yep. I'm just letting you guys know if you didn't know. Well that that's cool. I, I yeah, I didn't know that. Um yeah. so what do you guys think of the way uh JK Rowling described the Dudleys? Well, it and... definitely gives us this kind of visual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, very clear visual because she basically paints it out for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of hard to imagine a person without description, without giving like mm-hmm. too much description, like naming a guy John. Yeah, like, but I mean, it 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 almost feels like the thought of the writer was like Harry's way of thinking. Well, a lot of the books that we read, especially nowadays, if they're they're fictional books, it's usually based on the you know the point point of view of the main character i think that's why we're so used to uh, thinking that way that mm-hmm. the book is the way that harry sees it or whoever the main character is i think that's one of the reasons why i think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well speaking of um description this is all also the first time that we learned that 
Harry is wearing glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and it's uh, held together with a lot of scotch tape. Yeah, yeah. so I'm broken up. Poor kid. I know. Yeah. Like, like, we all know, we all wear glasses, all three of us wear glasses, <laughs> so we know. How difficult would that be? Yeah, with, with broken glasses, just, you know, it's just terrible. Mm -hmm. So, poor child, poor, poor child. Yep. And then, um, this is when he also asked about how his parents died and... Of course, they said that it was car car crash. There's also some weird things going on with Harry's, I guess, body, like his hair. Like every time they would try to cut it, like it would keep just just keep growing. Yeah, just growing really, really fast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's because of his body. It's more of Harry. Because you know, he he thinking. wants it to be long, but like right, yeah. So it's like his, him wishing it. Yeah, he doesn't mean to want it to be long, but I like subconsciously he must have think that he just wants it to grow out to to to, to you know take on Petunia more. I think. Mm -hmm. So what do you guys think of Dudley being so spoiled with his thirty six gifts? Well, it's typical. Well, not really typical, but it happens a lot, especially for for a single child you mm -hmm. know an only child and then if the parents are like that it's very possible for that for that to happen even in real life mm -hmm. so i think although it's fictional this kind of attitude is very possible in real life mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i think it's <clears throat> it's also like a way to to mock those spoiled brat kids yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, moving forward, uh, they found out that Mrs. Figs broke him like uh, broke her leg, broke so, her so she won't be able to to take. Um, so Harry ended up going to the zoo. Yeah. 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 They tried uh, a lot of options. Well, they thought they were, of yeah. They were yeah. thinking about who else could babysit Harry, but mm -hmm. no one else could. And then they didn't want to leave him alone because of the funny business <laughs> that he he had. So yeah, which at that age um, could still happen, I guess. Yeah, well, he doesn't know what it is, so he can't mm -hmm. control it, right? Yeah. Whereas if if he grew up in a, in a wizard family, he would know. Oh, I'm doing this because i'm i'm doing magic and i uh, he would learn to control it mm -hmm. but he knows nothing about <clears throat> controlling it at this point so um the dudleys are scared that i mean not the dudleys the darsleys <laughs> are scared that that he would just you know blow up mm -hmm. something yeah. which at this point is very possible because he don't know he doesn't know how to uh manage his powers yet Mm -hmm. yeah. So so we we also see in this in this chapter that D Dudley has a friend mm -hmm. named uh, Pierce. He has lots of friends apparently. He has like a whole group. <laughs> yeah, he, he has, has a, a gang, gang which he was a leader. Mm -hmm. That was recent. Like how I imagined them was like Dudley being the baddest, and then like Pierre would be like the scrawny guy mm -hmm. that that's like. Has long hair and always yeah. flat, always angry. And, and Harry is their favorite punch bag. Yeah, 
punching bag. Yeah. I guess we can now move to when they get to the zoo. Mm -hmm. um, well, they, they went to get some ice cream first. Was Were those ice creams or... Some, yeah, ice cream. Yeah. I, do, I wanted to touch base first of the um, all the magical things happening to Harry without him knowing that it's magic. Oh, yes, yeah. So we had his hair growing, growing out. And um, was it like even a shirt? Just, yeah, even though his uh, hair, he just got a haircut. Mm -hmm. And then the, was it a the jumper or a sweater? Yeah, or like some clothing shirt? from from Dudley. Well, he the, the way they describe it, he's just the the design of it is just really ugly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's why he didn't want to wear it, right? Yeah, that's probably and why he, it wouldn't. Yeah, because he's he didn't know that he's probably control making it shrink. Yeah, so he was shrinking it mm -hmm. so that he couldn't wear it. Um, and then the last one, the biggest one, was that he jumped. He uh, the uh, Dudley's gang mm -hmm. was. I guess they were torturing him. To, they were they were you know bullying him, and he was trying to escape and jumped. He said he jumped over behind a, a big behind, trash, trash he, can. Yeah, behind, a, a trash um, a dump thing. Yeah, like a trash a can. He ended up on the top oh, on the building. roof of, mm -hmm. of of their school building. Yeah. So which kind of like to me doesn't make sense because I think of a, like a trash one of those like big bins, those big green bins. And I, and I keep imagining my school, which is like really high. That's too high to jump. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's 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 incredible that mm -hmm. he, it happened and everyone was shocked that that oh, happened. That's what mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, even they, like he actually just jumped. Right. He did not jump. He uh, all of a sudden, next thing he knows, he was on top of the building. Yep. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. So there's two things that could have happened. I and my theory. One is that he apparated, so he apparated from jumping to the behind the trash bin to the top of the the building, or he made something to land on, on on like where the area is to make it like extra bouncy, mm -hmm. and like basically bounce to the roof. Yeah, like really bounce. The, yeah, but there's a lot think, of things that he could have done. I think apparition is probably probably it mm -hmm. he all of a sudden was there you didn't even see him land land himself by by the dumpster dumpster yep so okay so so those are the, the three there's only three right and yeah i think so yeah although um, like he's starting to dream about something yeah he's starting to dream about the flying motorcycle mo flying motorcycle and also a green light Mm -hmm. Which he thought was because the, of the, the accident. Yes, the yeah, accident, that's true. But... Mm -hmm. And when he mentioned oh. about the dream, because uh, I guess Uncle Vernon was complaining about motorcycles, like, you know, drivers. Mm -hmm. He, I, I can imagine him being like a kid, like, was so excited to say, like, I had a dream about mo motorcycle. Yeah. And it was flying. Well, <laughs> yeah, he was excited too because he get to go to the right that's mm -hmm. why like right at that point he was very pumped that he's he's there he's going mm -hmm. out and he's never been to the zoo and then all of a sudden uncle vernon is complaining about this uh, this motorcycle and he's like mm -hmm. oh, i had a dream about a, a, a motorcycle and then it's like oh whoops motorcycles don't fly 
So, and then he, you know, tried to calm him down by saying, I know they don't. It was only a dream. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then, I guess when they get to the zoo, they want to eat chocolate ice creams, which um, I guess Dudley complained that he didn't get enough or just a toppings. No, no. The first time, they got ice cream before they, they head in. Mm-hmm. But it, it was only... Um, Dudley and his friend that got the ice cream, Harry got a lemon-flavored icicle, popsicle. Popsicle, yeah. mm-hmm. So, that's what he got, which apparently was not bad. So, mm-hmm. win, for, you win, for, win for Harry. Yeah. <laughs> so, Everything's a win for then, Harry. Yeah. He's not very then, picky. I was doing, was, he was having a good day. Mm-hmm. He was. Until that point, of course. So yeah. then they went. They went for lunch, and then they. I guess Dudley got another kind of like ice cream bowl, which didn't have enough ice cream, so they bought another one. Mm-hmm. And Harry got the leftovers. So. Yep. And I guess he another win for it. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they. I guess they started walking around, and then they went to where the snake was. The snakes and lizards were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess Dudley was trying to. Asked his dad to make it move, but it wasn't moving, so he got bored and then walked away. Mm-hmm. That left a Harry uh, in front of the tank. So, what was the weird thing that happened in in in, the, in that scene? Well, first he was like thinking that it was it was really. He didn't really know, know that it it could hear him or understand him. Right. They, well, I don't... He was just he talking was to talking. himself. Was he talking? He was just... I, no, I think really? he was... I thought he was just thinking it. No, he was, he was thinking. He was thinking it, and then all of a sudden the snake stared at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he started talking to the snake. And then the snake, you know, was responding with nods and pointing and whatever. Yeah. So that's kind of like... I'm just surprised that Harry didn't find that weird at all. Mm-hmm. Like really, you're just gonna talk to the snake? Are you really thinking that the snake is like talking back or answering you? If I was Harry, I'd be so but, nervous. Yeah, was... mm-hmm. I'd be so nervous because like having this random snake that could be venomous just stare at you. Well, like, they said that this was the very first time that he get to go to. What kind of snake he was or it was? It was like a Brazilian. Mm-hmm. It was a boa constrictor from, from Brazil. Brazil. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I guess after the many things that happened to him, like weird things that happened to him, that's probably why he didn't even question why the snake was talking to him. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it uh, Dudley that saw the snake um, moving? It was Piers. It was Piers, yeah. It was Piers, and then um, he heard Piers and Dudley. Heard Pierce talking about it, and then he yelled at um, his mom and dad to look at it mm-hmm. with them. Yeah, this is different from the movie yeah. because they fell into the tank. Yeah. Also, there was no friend. <laughs> yeah, true. And there wasn't that much description. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't any ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened is the glass vanished, yeah. and then the snake was able to escape. Mm-hmm. Painting Harry while while it's leaving, and then of course Harry 
got the blame from what happened, which I mean is understandable. If you if you were Petunia and Uncle Vernon, I think you would know why. Yeah. <laughs> the glass vanished. Mm-hmm. I mean, but like right now, in this day and age, if that ever happened, obviously there's CCTV cameras all over the place, right? He didn't yeah. do anything. No, but like if a security person saw the video and all of a sudden the glass was there and then the, the kid fell in mm-hmm. and the glass wasn't there, that video would be like viral. Yeah, I'd be like, be you'll see, on, you'll be like, you're just searching through your Facebook and it was like, um, poor kid. Poor <laughs> <laughs> kids make. Blame um, for a vanishing glass. Yeah. Four, three kids jump away from snake because glass vanished at zoo. Yeah. So <laughs> you'll never believe what happened next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to Harry after that? At first nothing, but mm-hmm. when um when they were when they were going home, um Dudley's friend said that he saw Harry talking to the he snake. Mm-hmm. So not only did the the glass vanished but Harry was, a- was also talking to the snake, mm-hmm. so that's two funny businesses for Mr. Potter. Yep, and that's why he ended up into the with, into the cupboard with no meals. No, 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 no meals. the cupboard is room. Right, <laughs> no one will fit in the cupboard. It's the um, his room is yeah, his the room, cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> the small room in privy. Yeah, which Uncle Vernon was so mad he couldn't even talk. Right, he just managed to say like, the main the, the important words. Right. Well, in the book, it says just he's not getting any meals that day. Mm -hmm. But on the movie, I think Uncle Vernon said there's no meal for a week. Mm -hmm. Four weeks. For four weeks. Yeah, four weeks. That's crazy. Like, are you really going to start? Well, he even said that if there's any funny business, it will be like till Christmas that he'll be in the cupboard. He'll be grounded till Christmas, basically. Okay, yeah. But that, I don't think that happened in the movie. Mm-hmm. He didn't say that in the movie. No. no he no. just said the four weeks thing and then it went to the next scene. In the, in the beginning, we said, um, no funny business. And, you know, and then Harry just said, I know, I know, something like that. But he didn't say any punishment for that. Mm-hmm. But for, yeah, for for the vanishing glass, mm-hmm. apparently that's worth, you know, four weeks of food. Yep. And so when he was in, in, in the cupboard, he started to, I guess, um, think about his life mm-hmm. that he's been living there for 10 years. And he he just realized how he couldn't remember anything about the crash. And every time he would, I guess, train his memory with what, you know, trying to remember what really happened. Mm-hmm. Like he would feel like some, I guess, pain in his forehead. Right. Like where the... The scar the is. The scar is. Yeah. And then... Which is the only thing he likes about his... Uh, his physical appearance. Yeah. yeah. Physical yeah. appearance. Like, to be honest, it, I don't see how it would work out. You're in a car crash and you survive and somehow you you leave this lightning scar. You'd have to be really, really lucky for it just to be that deep. It'll just like be a couple like skins deep. Mm-hmm. And it'll just be in a That's why the uh, the Darcy's keep saying, no questions. No one to ask any questions. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it would probably be weird. Like, imagine... Well, they said that that's the first question that he ever asked. 
like what you know where that scar came from mm -hmm. and then they just said the thing uh, mm -hmm. car crash yeah. yeah and then i guess also he's he in in the book they they started to to tell to say that there were people that were trying to when they're outside like on the street there's ah, people yeah, that yeah. seem to know him like strangers yeah and that shakes his hand and thanks him, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they're gone. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. every time he would look at them, like they would seem to vanish. Yeah. Yeah. That would that would be really weird as a child. Mm -hmm. Just like especially like saying, hearing from yeah, like hearing from places, don't talk to strangers, all of that. Mm -hmm. But I wonder if Aunt Petunia and um Uncle and Vernon. Uncle Vernon would see them. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah. Oh yeah. They would just disappear. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And also, like when they were doing when they went to groceries, what some somebody wearing a like funny clothing, braided hairy, and then she like dragged them out without buying anything at the grocery store because of that. Like she knows who these people are trying to talk to Harry. So even then, like wizards. Are living together with the Muggles. Oh yeah. 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 I don't know much. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a lot of a lot of half bloods. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So is Harry half blood or no? Uh, no, but because both his parents are. Yeah. I guess he both went to Hogwarts. So. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're he's not Hermione half -blood. was. Hermione is a Muggle. Like her parents are Muggles, Muggle born. But she's not half. So, so both of his parents were Muggles. Yeah. Same with Harry's mom. Harry's mom was Muggle-born. Mm -hmm. That's why they can't say that Harry was half blood, because both his parents were a witch and a and a wizard. Mm -hmm. But his they always say Harry and his Muggle-born mother, because his mom is a Muggle-born. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Same with Hermione. Yep. So I guess. So those are the terms that we're learning right now as a muggle. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, in the book, it's not even there yet. No. And yeah. also, a squib. A squib is somebody from the wizarding family but doesn't have powers. Mm -hmm. So a muggle is non-magic people. Mm -hmm. Muggle-born is somebody um, that is that has magical powers but is born from a non-magical family. Mm -hmm. And a squib is a squib. Yep. And I guess uh, the chapter closed uh, by describing that at school, Harry had no one. Odd Harry Potter in his baggy, old clothes and broken glasses, and nobody liked to disagree with Dudley's gang. And also that he's always imagined that somebody that is related to him or somehow that knows his, uh, his parents would come and get him and take him away from the Dursleys. So at this time that we are recording, currently recording this this podcast, something really sad happened this week. Well, last week. Last week, yeah. Alan Rickman uh, passed away at the age of sixty-nine. He died of cancer, and he is um, the actor behind Professor Snape. Yeah. You've been raising him like a pig for slaughter. Don't tell me now that you've grown to care for the boy.
Okay, so what do you guys remember with Alan Rickman? Or I mean, Professor Snape? Um, in the Harry Potter series for Alan, Alan Rickman, that's the first movie that is familiar to me. That mm -hmm. he became, you know, more familiar to me. Because like, I've seen him before, but I didn't identify him right away like that. Like Harry Potter was the movie that made me, oh, this is Alan Rickman. He is Professor Snape. Um, and also, J.K. Rowling personally wanted to cast him as Professor Snape. Mm -hmm. uh, so I thought that was, like, obviously, she thought that Alan Rickman was, would be the perfect Professor Snape. And he was. And he, was, he did really great, a really great job. Um, my favorite um, Professor Snape moment would be... I don't know. He's such a great actor that even if he's not talking, it was it, it would be an amazing scene. Mm -hmm. um, one of my favorite ones. There's lots. I ha there's a lot that I like. There's a lot of scenes that I like, and one of them would be when Ron and Harry are. Um, I forgot which mo which which book it was, but they were talking, and then all of a sudden, um, Snake comes from their back and smacks Ron on the head with the book. Yeah. And then they continue talking. And then all of a sudden, he takes both Harry and Ron's head and kind of like pushes, pushes, pushes down. them down on mm -hmm. towards the table. I thought that, that, was, that scene was really <laughs> hilarious and really well played. But he didn't say a word. He was just acting it. it yeah. Really um, good. When, when I first saw him as Alan Rickman, I didn't see, you didn't see Professor Snape? Snape there. <laughs> I think the wig makes his face look Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um and I didn't know like of any of the other movies that, that he was in. Um speaking of that scene that you're talking about about the in the classroom and Snape hit Ron in the head with the book. In the movie that scene took so many takes and during that film filming of that um uh, Ron decided to like draw a picture of um, Snape, and till this, till the day he died, he had that picture, right. and it was even signed. Oh really? Yeah. I th I think the movie, the move, the the drawing was from from earlier on, earlier like first or second movie, because mm -hmm. from that interview, his uh, Rupert oh, yes, was really yeah, young. Yeah, yeah he was um, and then Alan Rickman did an interview and somebody was asking about that drawing and he said he still has it and he's actually quite fond of it because like Rupert obviously was scared to death about it like that he would offend Alan Rickman but he liked it he kept it and yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah like um Harry and Ron I mean um, Daniel and Rupert kept laughing during that scene so it was kind of difficult for them to film it, which was really funny. My favorite um, Snape scene would probably be, well, it's not really a scene in the movie, well, I think it is, well, isn't. It's basically showing all the things he's done for, like, Harry and 
his mom and yeah. Oh, it's at the end in the movie. Yeah. It, it's at the very end, um, where Harry. Because I just watched the last movie last oh. night, so it's like super fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the scene where he Harry took Snape's um teardrops and used that in in the um you know the basin where they could see the memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that, and then he put that there so that he can see all the memories that he wanted Harry to see regarding about his connection with his mom, and also all the missions that Professor Dumbledore um, told him to do for for Harry and for the Order. And I found and I found it super interesting because I I don't know if I caught it earlier on, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if it is in the book or if it's just in the movie. We'll have to see that later on when we do the books. Mm-hmm. Is that the reason why Snape turned his back on being Voldemort's um, per, uh, like Death Eater mm-hmm. is because of Lily. Because he found out what the, the the prophecy was about the boy born on that day. And then he realized that the mother of that boy said in the prophecy was Lily. And that if he doesn't protect that family, Lily could die. And sure enough, he, she did. Mm-hmm. And that scene where he was crying because of Lily just last night, and yeah. with knowing that he passed away, yeah. Even though like this is about Harry, and but in the end you can see that he's the the hero. Yeah. Been trying to keep Harry alive. Only, only because he loved. Well, Snape loved uh, His, Lily. Yeah. For all those time, which is you know amazing. Because he never married anyone, so obviously Lily was his one true love. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't even think that, that she knew about it. So, um, going back to the news about his death, um, it, it's kind of weird how there's there were a lot of like other celebrities that actually passed away. Actually, a celebrity just passed away today. Um, the lead guitarist for um, the Eagles passed away today, too. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, yeah a lot crazy. of a lot of deaths this week. Yeah, I guess it, really great people. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, David it started Bowie. with uh, David, yeah, yeah, David Bowie, and it, it's also they all suffered from cancer, and I guess yeah. the similar uh, something in common between David Bowie and um, Alan uh, Rickman is they kept it to themselves until they like personal. They didn't they like mm-hmm. speak about it, yeah. and they they just kept doing what they loved to do yeah. until you know their last days. Mm-hmm. And just letting you know, also, um, it's not we're not connected to them at any at any point. But this uh, with MuggleNet.com, which is one of a one Harry Potter website that uh, goes that is about Harry Potter, basically, um, we'll be doing a tribute to Alan Rickman, mm-hmm. um, and they have an event on Facebook, and this will be held on Friday, January 29th at. Uh, well, it says 6 p.m. I'm not sure what time zone um, 2016. it will be. Well, yes, January 29th <laughs> of this year. Podcasts um, are it, timeless. The uh, <laughs> It will be happening at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley on Orlando, Florida. Oh, I want to go. Oh, there will cool. be uh, live feeds as well. On um, YouTube? I believe, I believe they're, they're doing uh, live feeds for... for um, I'm not entirely sure what kind of feeds they'll be using, but definitely it's worth a check out if you guys want to join um, the tribute for Alan Rickman. I want to go. So it's, it's going to be streamed on like YouTube or maybe Facebook video? 
something something, something like, like that, that yeah. yeah awesome okay so i guess um it's it's about time to wrap things up uh next week we'll be talking about the third chapter of the book and i guess jan you will be i'll be hosting host yeah you guys better get ready. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> get ready for the madness. So, uh, we invite you, everyone like listening to us, to read the third chapter of the book uh, so you can join us next episode as we talk about that chapter. So, if you guys want to reach us, you can reach me at joflips, that's J-O-F-L-I-P-Z. That's my Twitter handle. You can check our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash we are chatbox and my it's me Fran and my Twitter handle is at FranAvian that's F-R-A-N-A-V-I-A-N-E and also um, make sure to subscribe and rate us on um, podcasts and iTunes um, and leave us leave us a note if, if possible and that would be great thanks mm-hmm. And also, just to add to that, like anything that you guys think that could improve our podcast and anything that you guys would like to talk about as well. I'm Jan, and my Twitter and Instagram is at Jan Lennon, which is at J-A-N-D underscore Lennon, L-E-N-N-O-N. Awesome. Also, note, guys, oh. if you guys want to be a guest in our podcast, Ooh. make sure to message us on our Facebook page, then we can let you know how we can and get when, you guys in yeah, as a when, guest. When, when the next, um, I guess, podcast will be held and they can join in. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It would be so weird to have one of you guys come along. It would be fun. And interact. Yep. So hopefully you guys would start, you know, commenting on our Facebook page and maybe even on uh, our iTunes in in the podcast Podcasts. itself. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. See ya.